Welcome to episode eight of the Dealers Compressed podcast. My name is Paul J. Daly, and this week we got to play with Matchbox cars. Yes, if you're going to watch the video that goes with this episode, we got to go to store, buy a whole bunch of Matchbox cars, and do some really cool things with the animation and the cameras. Again, it was a lot of fun to make. We hope you go watch the video as well. But you're listening to the podcast because you don't have time to watch the video or you're driving or you're sitting at your desk or something that doesn't allow you to watch. So you're listening and uh, hopefully you get a little bit out of this, a little different commentary than on the videos. But yeah, so the topic, well, the chapter 12 is what we're talking about. And it's a call for investment minded inventory management. And Dale kind of comes out and he says, you know, if I wanted investment advice, I probably wouldn't ask a used car dealer. And he says, oh, they're, they're great at selling cars. But when it comes to treating an asset like an investment, that really isn't how the car industry has operated for a really long time. Um, you know, he says a legacy of history and hope are really what drives this behavior. And if you're, you know, been in the car business for a long time, kind of that word hope really stood out to me and you know the old saying there's an ass for every seat if you bought a car and it was 60 days 90 days 120 days 100 and more days you would say well i'm gonna maybe lower the price a little and i'm gonna hold on to that car because i'm behind in it maybe or i'm upside down and i'm gonna hope that somebody comes along and thinks this is a good vehicle for them well dale blows that out of the water he said that's just not the case anymore he says now we have tools that can help us manage our purchases like investment managers would handle it. He says, you know, he does, he says managing investment quality is the way to go. And he really paints out, you know, two ways to do that. And, you know, if you're a V auto customer, if you know anything about the platform, there's definitely some metrics that V auto doubles down on that, you know, help you with this. But basically he talks about two things, the vehicles cost to market ratio, so he's like, the tools exist, so you know about what that vehicle is going to sell for, you know what you can buy it for, if you're good at estimating what you're going to put into it, you can determine before you even purchase the asset whether or not that's going to develop or, or give you a, a sufficient ROI on that investment. And the other metric he talks about is the market day supply, which is, you know, obviously we know how many of those vehicles are on the market currently and how long they should last. So are they in heavy supply, light supply? And he says by using these metrics, you know, you can start to make better decisions per vehicle, not because of the color. Oh, my customers like white cars. He's like, nope, the data gets to decide that. The data gets to decide what is hot in the market right now. Because the truth is, let's talk about it. With used cars, you know, when it's the new car business, the new car is going to be more like what the customer wants. They're going to want the red one with the leather package and now that's really going to be subject to whatever dealer has that in inventory. If they're online, you know, they're going to see those results first on the manufacturer site, or if they walk into a dealer, you know, the dealers can start to get into a trade. However, with the used cars, every used car is a unicorn. It's likely the only one or one of few that has that color combination with those wheels, with the leather package and this price point with this mileage and it's a lot different. So Dale's saying, like, leverage that understanding of what's on the market and what's out there to your advantage so that you can start managing your investment, managing your acquisition of that better to provide the better ROI. He said, treat each car like an investment. And that is one of the things, you know, go back to the very first Velocity book. 
you know, because Dale can't see, he says, the shine doesn't matter to me. Like, I'm only paying attention to what it does on paper. I'm only paying attention to the return on my investment, which is one of the reasons that he's really been able to lead us as an industry into this way of thinking. So he, he suggests a couple things, right? So he says, manage investment quality over age. So not how old is the car, but when you're purchasing, it's saying, what, what is the level of the quality investments that I have? When you look at a vehicle, not how old is it, is it a quality investment? What do I have into it? What's the market day supply? What's the return I expect to make on it? The second one is something that, that is actually a lot simpler to execute on. I don't see a lot of dealers and I don't hear of a lot of dealers that do this. I'm um, just in, in the, you know, the dealers that I speak to in my networks and whatnot, but it's putting a cap on the level of inventory dollars. And I think everybody understands this. It's really simple. I mean, a kid understands this. If they go into the candy store and you say, what kind of candy do you want? Right. All of it. They want to pick up the nutty buddy and they want to pick up the bubble gum and they want to pick up the stuffed animal on the rack that's next to it. Right. They're just going to buy stuff. But if all of a sudden you hand them three dollars and you say, here's your three dollars, you can buy whatever you want that costs up to three dollars. All of a sudden, it's so funny to watch little kids, especially you give like a five year old this challenge. And if you if you have a kid or a grandkid or a niece or nephew, do this. Give them a couple of bucks, send them into the store. Well, go bring them into the store and say, what do you want? Watch them just start picking stuff up. Say, OK, here's a few bucks. And you watch the agonizing they do when they realize that there's a finite amount of candy they can buy. And the responsibility that they start to, to logically work through in their mind over which is the better decision. And it's really, so it's just kind of ingrained in us. And Dale says we should basically do that for our used car directors and purchasers. Put a cap on the inventory. Because when we do that, we give them a finite resource. And just naturally, not, that, not even that anybody's trying to milk the system, but naturally, they're going to make better decisions because it's a finite resource. Give you another example. If you have ever had your water shut off, not functioning, you know, disaster, whatever happens, your well stops pumping, all of a sudden you realize what a finite resource and precious resource water is. Guess what? You could take a shower in a gallon of water. Guess what you do when it's not, when it's an infinite resource? You use 15 gallons. Same principle. So Dale says, very simple, put a cap on it. When you ask most dealers today, they'll say, oh, between, I don't know, a million and a million four, right? That's a big difference. Dale says, put a cap on it. And just by doing that, you'll help them make better decisions. There are a lot of dealers out there that don't have a cap on it and their used car directors, managers are just going to buy because they're metric on gross and how many cars they turn. So they're not even incentivized to keep the inventory size down because the program wasn't set up that way. So they really shouldn't be. It's funny, Dale says they're like trust fund babies that when they need more cars, they just tap the trust. And uh, I don't know if you know any trust fund babies. Maybe some of you listening are trust fund babies, nothing but love. But the mentality there is there's always more resource on the other side. So that's a really simple thing that I think if, if dealers are willing to just try it, I bet they would see a response. Dale certainly thinks that they would see a response in it. So again, this is kind of a short chapter, but it was a really fun video to make because we got to just, like I said, play with Matchbox cars. But aside from that, it's very simple, digestible concepts. So I hope you get some value out of the chapter. I hope you get some value out of the video we made. I hope you get some value out of this podcast. And 
we've actually heard some really cool things and stories coming back that sales managers and store owners are starting to show these videos to their management teams in, you know, Monday morning meetings and monthly get togethers and manager meetings, because they're really effective ways to, you know, express in just a few minutes some of the things that are really pressing on the industry and helping expanding your team's thinking to think more like you, to think more like a progressive automotive dealer in the modern culture that we live in. So just an idea that came up from from somebody feeding back on the content. So I hope that you'll go out there and show our videos to your management team if you think that can help you move the ball forward and get people's perspectives widened a little bit so that you can start to make more of a difference and execute better in your stores and in your communities. So that's it for this week. Hope you enjoy the episode. We're going to play the audio from the episode next. And as always, if there's anything we can do to help, please reach out. Let us know how it's going. Let us, uh, let us know what other types of content you would like us to make because we're kind of teeing up season two. And we're going to see what we're going to do next. And thanks for listening. Thanks for being part of this journey. And may we all take a step forward together this week. Would you trust a car dealer or use vehicle manager with your investment portfolio? Dale sure as heck wouldn't. Even though he respects their skills in retailing cars, their general investment mindset leaves a lot to be desired, and as such, aged vehicles continue to sit and margins continue to compress. Dale mentions history and hope causing aging problems and explains it this way. Historically, dealers were 90-day or 120-day dealers. If a car aged past that, dealers knew they had to do something, a price reduction, wholesaling the unit, something. Even so, these were loose behaviors. Even though the car was out of money, dealers would hope that someone would come along who didn't know any better and they would buy it. Hope implies that the dealer or investment manager doesn't have a handle on market data to make an informed decision. Can you imagine if your personal investment manager used the word hope in your portfolio review? We're living in different times, and today's available market insights paint a much clearer picture of how a vehicle will perform at retail, meaning that you really can identify a poor investment from day one. Dale questions why managers wouldn't do everything they could to get out of a vehicle representing a poor investment immediately. That's what any investment manager would do. Dale blames history and tradition again. Dealers have been taught that losses and low grosses should be avoided at all costs, making it acceptable to hold a vehicle and hope for better. He says that managing inventory across a calendar used to make sense, but today's pace makes a calendar look like a sundial. From here, Dale proposes two best practices to help dealers be more savvy with their investments. The first is to manage inventory quality as opposed to age. No two units are alike and therefore should be measured not by age, but by potential return of each unit. Metrics like cost to market ratio and market day supply give dealers an advantage when considering a prospective acquisition on day one. The second is simpler, as Dale says dealers should put a hard cap on their inventory investment. Most dealers will give you a range for the dollar amount of inventory they're currently carrying. The simple act of putting a cap on it will create an environment that encourages and actually requires investment management discipline. Sure, the markets fluctuate, but Dale sees the loose money management as misplaced hope as he equates used vehicle managers to trust fund babies who just tap the trust when they run out of money. If you only have X amount of dollars at your disposal, you make more thoughtful spending decisions. Dale is looking forward to the day dealers start acting more like investment managers. Maybe then 
will ask for some investment advice. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Your attention is the biggest compliment you could give. There are several other ways that we hope um, we can help and you can connect with us and the community that are trying to make the dealership industry better. You can go, first of all, you can subscribe to this podcast. It'll be delivered once a week. We try to keep it short and sweet so you can enjoy it on a commute or on a break or do dealers take breaks? I don't know. But either way, we hope you would do that. Also, if you go to dealerscompressed.com, we also have the video content that complements, or this audio complements that video content. We've put a lot of time, energy, and money into making it entertaining. There are visuals, there are illustrations, animations. So we hope that you will go to it. It'd be a huge compliment if you shared it with uh, those who you work with in the dealership, other salespeople, other managers, GMs, owners. Um, just people in the industry that are producing good content or want to make it better. In the end, buy the book. Like I See It by Dale Pollock was kind of the inspiration that started this content series. You can get it, uh, there's a link on our site, dealerscompressed.com. You can Google it, get it from Amazon. Whatever you do, buy the book, read the book. There's a lot of good stuff in there. So we hope you will join us next week for another episode. Please reach out if we can do anything to help. If you want to talk about the concepts further, or if you have any ideas for new content, we're always willing to help. And we are happy and glad and appreciative to be in the fight with you. This content was produced by Image Auto. I'm Paul J. Daly, and I hope you have a great week.